you and I have been talking about this all day long, and it's something that we've been talking about for several days. Mm -hmm. We had riots here in Utah over the mm -hmm. weekend. Um, we've j there's just been a lot of stuff that's been going on surrounding this case. And when this very first happened, you and I started talking about it, and we immediately were like, we're not going to talk about this on the podcast yeah. for a bunch of different reasons. And now we're talking about it on the podcast because over the course of the past few days, things have started to change inside of me. Us. Us. You're listening to the Energy is Love podcast. Energy is love. The Energy is the Love podcast. The Energy is Love podcast. Energy is love. The Energy is Love podcast. The podcast for the universe. The Energy is Love podcast. Welcome. <laughs> you nailed that one. And you just gave me a crotch shot. Mind you, not them, just me. Did you realize that? <clears throat> you have a beautiful dress on today. I'm a lady. You're a very, very beautiful lady. Ooh, wow. Thank you, baby. Okay, you're welcome. All right. I can't talk now. So. Yes, you can. Yeah. You're doing great. Uh, yeah. Um, nobody asked, but I thought I would tell people, um, even though nobody asked. <clears throat> These are, oh, shoot, what's the company? Theory 11 is the name of the company, and they make playing cards. And they came out with, I think it was early part of this year, last part of last year. I love that you're asking me. <laughs> You remember Stephanie when, when I got you bought these cards? cards. <laughs> but they came out with Star Wars version yeah. of their playing cards. You can go to Theory Eleven. I cannot drink uh, those. Dot com, I'm sure. But yeah, they're cool cards. So if you're ever curious, of is it that what cards, Chris? Craig? No, it's no. not. Oh, it's not my buddy up in Canada, Chris oh. Ramsey. Okay. Shout out to Chris Ramsey. <laughs> so why are we talking about Theory Eleven cards? Theory Eleven, not Three Eleven. I thought I said Theory Eleven. All I'm hearing is 311. I'm saying theory 11. Good job. <laughs> is that better? Much better. Okay. Yeah. No, I just was wondering if people were curious what uh, cards I dink with as we record. How you get your cool Star Wars theory, theory 11. Yeah, my 311 Not Star to... Wars cards. I'm saying theory 11. Do you still hear three? No. <laughs> I don't. I, I, you think. I don't know how to enunciate it better without sounding like a dork because you can't hear and that's now my problem somehow. <laughs> <laughs> you're so funny. Thank you. You're very funny. I think so. Thank you. I've been telling you for a long time. I'm glad you're finally on board. Finally on board with your funny. What's going on with the lawn? Is that a touchy subject? You got like a Are you reverse serious? landing strip. Do you want to talk about your reverse landing strip? Are you serious? You're going to bring that up? Your reverse mohawk? Are well, you really asking see. that? Or do you really, you know what's going on with the lawn, right? I know. Okay. They can't see it. It's fine. I think you should show them. <laughs> it's like a a makeshift slip and slide. Yeah. You know, yeah. instead of a landing pad, it's a <clears throat> slip and slide. It's so damn funny, isn't it? It looks funny right I now. I love it. Our lawnmower can totally crap out and you can fix it. Well, it's... You're going to be able to fix to it, be, I know. It's uh, to be determined, to be the, to be determined. Our lawnmower, we have two lawnmowers. Uh, we Do have we, a, though? Well, we used to. We used to. We have a standard push lawnmower that broke and I'm not <laughs> fixing it anymore. It's It's got to go. I have fixed it countless times and mm -hmm. I'm done fixing it. Mm -hmm. So I went and relied upon our riding lawnmower 
That's the hard knock life that we have. And uh, the riding lawnmower finally broke this week as well. It's like 25 years old. Yeah. So, so. so it broke and parts are on their way and Craig is going to figure out how to fix it. Meanwhile, we have like our own version of a corn maze. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I got the front yard done and I was halfway, not even halfway. That's not half. No, maybe 90% of the way still left. <laughs> I had about 10% of the yard done in, in the back. back. Yeah. And then I realized I was driving it for quite some time. I'm like, God, it's just not, just not I remember the you grass. looking under it. Well, that sounds. Yeah. yeah. So. So how did you, how could you tell? I mean, because obviously it is cutting because I can see your, your Yeah, it cut part. and then it stopped cutting. Right and there? Underneath the lawnmower, uh-huh. the riding lawnmower has three different blades. <clears throat> three? Three blades. Wow. And all the blades work in conjunction that. with one another from a belt thingy. And the belt thingy connects to the doohickeys. And then when I connected to the knee bones? When I turn the thing on and I go <laughs> and then it goes. <laughs> and it spins the blades because of the belt. And the belt broke. So now this now the blades don't spin. If you get enough momentum? <sighs> nope. No. Nope. nope. Did you try? <laughs> I tried to go fast. <laughs> put it at the top of a hill, put it in neutral and pop the clutch, and it See? still didn't work. So we're gonna need a new uh not a new lawnmower yet. We're holding on to this one, hopefully, because we can't buy a new lawnmower. Julie, so <laughs> pop the clutch is something that our kids, like the rest, like generation like that has died. Like how many, you can say pop the clutch and. They're just never going to know. They're like, is that a band? <laughs> it's a good band name. It's a so, super good band there name. There you go. Well, it's, it's open if somebody wants it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's a website that you could submit your own band names and then people could go and pick them and choose them if they wanted. I'm sure that's yeah. a thing. Yeah. Pop the clutches. It's now taken. Everybody's Googling it. Pop the clutches? Pop the clutch is now taken. I think... Which sounds better? Pop the clutch or pop the clutches? Yeah, who's playing Saturday night? Well, who's playing Saturday night? Is pop it? The, but then you say pop the clutch is, but it sounds like pop the clutches. Pop the clutches is playing Saturday night. Ooh, I want to go. I love them. I think pop the clutches. I think that's a better band name. Yeah. Well. Sorry for the person who just submitted their URL for Pop the Clutch. The plural version was better. How would you explain popping the clutch to somebody that didn't have any idea what the hell you were talking about? Scoot over and let me do it. (laughs) (laughs) What if they're not in the car? What if you're not in the car? You just have to explain it to them. How are you going to explain it? Oh, God. How would you explain it to Asher? I think I don't think I'd have to explain it to Asher. You don't think I think so? he would figure it out on his own. I think he would do it accidentally. He'd be trying to coast and be like, "Oh shit, <laughs> look at that!" I think he would just figure it out. Yeah, yeah. You're right, though. That thing is gone. Yeah, like it's not going to be a thing anymore. Yeah. It's not a thing anymore. You don't pop the clutches on any cars anymore, even if it is a stick. So. Oh well, you and I are. I don't know. Let's let's go. Let's try. Let's see if the camera will do it. We do it's have old a enough. It's old enough. We're going to push pause and come back in yeah. 15 minutes and let you know. Late enough, I ended up in the neighbor's living room. Like, <laughs> sorry. It's been a while since I've done that. I t- it totally wouldn't work. Yeah. yeah I, don't know. I haven't done it since I was a teenager. I think it's got to be like an old car. Yeah. Yeah. 
Cause it was now, like an 80-something is the car that I had to do it in. Yeah. Like there has to have been something with like the the doohickey and the belt and the spinny thingy that the pop the popping the clutch no longer worked. I don't know. I feel like it's I feel like it would work. I want to go try it. I re- I think I'm going to go try it. <laughs> I'm going to take it to what Cooley Street? Yeah. And just wait for that and, <laughs> and then just get coasting down the see. hill. I'm you have go. to turn that on though. Like you have to turn the ignition, right? You have to be you have to have it in gear and you have to go and you have to hold it and then you boom. Yeah. That's how I would describe it. And then you boom. boom. <laughs> but you turn the car on at the same time, right? Shit. Yes. I don't remember. We oh, my God. It's boomer. been that long. We need a baby boomer. I used to have to do that. It was when my alternator went out. And I was so proud of myself for replacing it. And I did it wrong. I think but you, I didn't. I think you have to turn the ignition at the same time. God. Right? Because you can't just leave the ignition I'm not going to try and describe it. No, you can't. It's got to be on. But I don't... I'm just going to get behind the wheel and let my muscle memory take over. And it's like riding a horse, right? Yeah. I'm just going to be like, okay, what do I do here? Body, just do it. And that's what will happen. Hello, hummingbird. Is there, are they back? Yeah, they're still Are they back? Get the oh, fuck down. Jesus. We got to get the fuck out of here. I watched one. <laughs> Sorry, did I scare you? <laughs> I watched one tonight sit on the top, not tonight, this morning sit on top of the tree. Yeah. There was a little branch. That kind of hung up over the t- very, very top. Mm-hmm. And he sat up there. Yes, you do turn the... Anyways, I was going through to my brain. I'm like... We got to get away <laughs> from the poppins and the clutches. I love how we start this fucking podcast. You were still talking about the hummingbird. I'm sorry. You're okay. I love how... I was thinking of this as we were diving deep into, pup, into clutch cup. popping. Mm-hmm. You okay? No, every time, look, I just turn it without even getting it to me. And it's... Drink it on an angle. There you go. From the side. Much better. It's spilling still. <laughs> it's like I can't even tell where it's coming from. But I love how we start these shows. Yeah. Yeah. Because clearly we don't know what the fuck we're doing and we don't know what the fuck we're going to talk about. And it's obvious in the sense of we randomly start talking about popping clutches. Because we pop it like it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, hummingbird, top of the tree, yes. sitting uh-huh. up On there the like branch. He, he owned the yard. He was in charge. He got it. And he sat up there proudly. So cute. And he was just looking at his kingdom below. And then this other bird came along. And he's like, I'm the fuck out of here. <laughs> and the hummingbird, he was gone. It was really funny. That's what it made me think of, at least. Who knows yeah. what he was doing, you know. What about when you see the little, like, little birds, robins or whatever, the sparrows chasing a hawk. You see them, the hawk's like, whoa. And they're like, <laughs> <laughs> it cracks me up. Yeah, it's a mama sparrow, right? Yeah. Get the fuck away from them. Yeah, it doesn't work. You don't mess with you don't mess with mamas. Oh, beautiful Stephanie. Yeah, you're gonna lead into something that's gonna be hard. No, you're like here's a compliment. It's still like hanging out and it's right there. John, spray some of this in your face. You know, I definitely don't want to spray any of that in my face. That's an interesting noise in the background. We just need to. Anyways, kill it. Uh, what's on your list, babe? I What's on my list? Yeah, what's on your list for podcast topics? Um, um, okay. One of them is big fucking man brain. Do you remember that conversation? That was my notes. 
Did, does it trigger you? Kind of. Do you remember? A little bit. Let's hear it. I don't know if I got enough, though. Big fucking man brain. Yeah, because you're like, because my big fucking man brain. I remember when you said it. Oh, I got to tell it now, because otherwise you just look bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to leave it there. That's right. That's what he said. There was another There's another shot. You missed it. Um, basic instinct in you over here. Oh, damn it. Yeah. Sorry. I was like trying to shield it. Like, I will permanently no. not take my eyes Don't off. Don't do that. That's odd. That's odd. Go ahead. Tell me about my big fucking man brain. No, stop it. <laughs> um, I don't remember what God, happened. You were like, oh, we were talking about merging Facebook accounts. Not you and I, but mine. And yes. And we were going through it. and Your business account yes. for your massage. And you were like, it's it's too, like, it's it's complicated. I'll just, would you like me to do it? I'll just take care of it. It's, it's And then I'm like, well, I want to learn. So, and you're like, it's really complicated. Like, oh, it's too com- <laughs> me, complicated for my lady brain. <laughs> and, of course, I didn't let that go for a little while. And I don't remember what you figured out then. You did something. And I was like, oh, you got that. And you're like, yeah, with my big fucking man brain. <laughs> and it was just so funny. I don't remember what you did now. I don't remember either. Maybe it's because my lady brain couldn't hold it. <laughs> you, it's it been well funny. documented on this podcast yes. that you are not electronically inclined. And from, I mean, anybody listening, I shouldn't say anybody listening because I don't think it's well documented, this fact, but there's another fact that you are not... Super. I thought you were going to say smart. I'm like, that's rude. <laughs> you are not you are super not smart. knowledgeable <laughs> when it comes to social media. So you are saying stupid. No. I am. Just not super I am social media illiterate. Yeah. Yeah. So the, I don't like the, it. Hence the me trying to help you with Facebook. But maybe I could learn a little easier if it would work for me. Yeah. Instead of your phone always crashing or. The computer or whatever it is, right? Well, I think it's not my fault because yours was doing it too. And when I put the crystals on your computer, it worked. It did work. It did work. We had a, uh, earlier this week, what's today? I don't know what today is. Wednesday. June 1st? 3rd. No. Yes. That's what today is. But I thought that's what we were finding out. No. <laughs> On June 1st, it was Brandy Carlisle's birthday. <laughs> yes. For her birthday, she did a um, performance and mm-hmm. she did a little concert um, that you could, you know, pay 10 bucks and watch it online. It was streaming and um, it was awesome. So we got to sit in our living room or in our bedroom and watch Brandy Carlisle on her birthday, which I enjoyed immensely. Me too. It was really, really wonderful. Uh-huh. And it also sucked because... Today is Wednesday, right? Yes. So I, the third, yeah. the, the conversation that you didn't want to have because it wasn't applicable. <laughs> Looks like it is now. Today is June 3rd. And had the coronavirus not been a thing this year, uh, we would be right now in Washington and yeah, going to, like right now we would be driving to the venue to watch Alanis set tonight. And then the next day we were going to drive up to Canada and spend the night in Canada so that we could go to a nude beach this up in Canada. This my first time out of the country. I was so excited. I was excited as well. And then we were going to come back down into the States on Friday, hang out. And then Saturday we were going to go see Brandy in concert again for like the third time in a year. And so... We love her. 
<laughs> all of that has obviously been canceled, but that's okay. We had a good time on Monday, on June we 1st, did. watching her perform. We did. It was fun. It was fun. Yeah. So what else besides my um, big man brain? Well, your big sexy man brain, I think, is what I put. I You want to know what's on the very top of my list? Yes. My list is old-fashioned on a piece of paper because we are recording via my cell phone. <laughs> That's right. I was wondering why you went to paper. Really? Oh, my you God. Forgot? Well. <laughs> <laughs> Normally. It's that technological thing, right? <laughs> um, oh, fuck. Sorry. No, you're good. I put my little reminders throughout the week on the note app on my phone that is currently recording the video version of this podcast. So. I have a paper for the audio version, people that can't see. I think I read your first line. Did you? I think so. What is it? I read Great Sex Lately. Yeah. Prior to that, it's it sucked, apparently, <laughs> but lately it's been all right. <laughs> I love the reminders that I put on my notes. Because <clears throat> this is Great Sex Lately, finished off orgasm, orgasm <laughs> May, pretty damn good. So that's the reminder to me of what I wanted to talk about. Tell me. Well, go ahead. If you don't remember, Stephanie, at the beginning of May, we had a challenge. I remember. And we fucked it all up. And we did not Not succeed. Not the way we were supposed to fuck it all up. The challenge for May was to have an orgasm a day. One orgasm every single day. Whether it was uh, together, whether it was by ourselves, whether it was self-induced and or... um, otherwise induced <laughs> i couldn't think of what the other description would be that was the challenge for me and we did a rocking job and probably how many days do you think you got out of may mind you may's got like 31 days i don't really want to i don't think it's about the quali- quantity i think it's about the quality how many do you think not not a lot 10 <laughs> you didn't have 10 okay Shut up. I'm not mad. Well, you, you sound like, sound pretty uh, judgy over there. It's like, well, you couldn't even pull off 10. Nope. Let me sit up in my judge chair. Yeah. No. <coughs> no, it was not. I haven't, I guess I haven't been very connected with that part of me right now. Yeah. It wasn't the right time. Sometimes I can get 31 in a day. <laughs> it was not that month. <laughs> yeah. Carpal tunnel. Carpal <laughs> tunnel. Um, it was not, it wasn't good timing for that challenge Mm -mm. and for whatever reason, right? There's a list of reasons why it wasn't good timing. I think I probably got 10 or 12. Yeah. Maybe. I don't think I got 15. Yeah. Maybe I got 15 because we had sex quite a few times where I had an orgasm, but you didn't, (sighs) which sucks, but that's okay. It's okay. It is okay. Anyways, the very first part of this sentence (laughs) was great sex lately. Yes. Which we have been having lately. We've been having amazing sex. That's what I've done for you lately. Like in the last week or so. Yeah. We've been having quite a bit of sex. And it's been fucking incredible, baby. Yeah. Do you disagree? No, I think it's great. I'm just, I'm a little embarrassed. Why? Because we didn't successfully complete our challenge for I, the month of May? I feel like I would be more confident in this conversation if it was a win. If it was like, yeah, every day, knocked it out of the park. But now I just feel like I failed. I failed at the orgasm. No, <laughs> and like, mm. you didn't fail at the orgasm. And I'm a little embarrassed. I'm like, they it was a stupid see. challenge that I came up with. I, no, that's a, that's a thing. Challenges? Um, n- the It's like... The orgasms in May? Mas- it's called Masturbation May. That's a thing? That's a thing. 
Yeah, well, you're welcome, <laughs> universe, for that coming out of my big man brain. Um, my big sexy man brain. <laughs> our sex lately has been divine. Yeah. It has been unreal. Wow. It's been that type where it's like... Like it used to be all the time? Yeah, yeah, for Pre, real. Pre-pandemic yeah. stress? Yeah. That That space where it's like, we'll finish and it will be like... Several. I can't drink. You're okay, baby. I like that one fell out of my mouth. It wasn't even the cup. It like fell out of my mouth. <laughs> just so, it down. I have a wet t-shirt I contest I don't on know this what's episode happening. where you just dump God. your drink all over. Um, no, but like several minutes after we're done laying there, right? And my body is still just like, like it's fucking tripping. It's so incredibly cool and neat. And it's happened the last few times. And I just really, really like it. You're welcome. I'm just very, very happy that it's happening again and that we're getting like back into that rhythm and that flow. Me too. I think it's a good sign. I think it's that we're on the right track and we're doing good things. And Yeah? Okay. Yeah. All that stuff, right? All right. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I thought that was a lawnmower. I was going to be so pissed <laughs> off. Instead, it's a uh, it's 1987 he just popped Honda. A clutch. It's a Kawasaki. <laughs> 250. He's got it. Hold on, hold on. Where is it? You know, you can't... I love that we're getting an equal direction in our headphones, uh -huh. but you're still thinking you can pinpoint the direction of the sound. It's coming northeast, <laughs> traveling approximately it's 33 like, miles an hour. There's not... Hold on, uh -oh. hold on. There's two riders. <laughs> One of them is 14 years old, not wearing a helmet. Seriously, let's go get them. Um, that was the very first thing on my list. I've got some other things that we may okay. or may not get to. Okay. Depending upon um, whether that motorcycle comes back and I have to bolt and go tackle him. Uh, last week we talked a great deal about Asher. Well, not necessarily a great deal about Asher, but I talked about parenting him. Oh, okay. And how hard, yes. how hard it has been lately. And mm -hmm. with the exception of dinner tonight, because I kind of, I didn't lose my shit. I... I got shut down and stopped talking because I was so frustrated and angry with him in the in the blink of an eye. But that's okay. We, besides today, things have been going better. And I want to share on the show, even though you're very well aware of it, I came up with an idea and it is working incredibly well. So I just simply want to share it with dads that may or may not be listening and what it is, is you can go back and listen to last week's episode and how difficult of a time I'm having with like trying to raise him and uh, not even just raise him, but like fucking be in the same space and time with him sometimes, some days because it's so difficult right now. But uh, I had this thought and he is really good at running. He's most likely going to run track when he goes to high school next year he's going to be on the cross-country team unless he changes his mind but it looks like he's going to and so he needs to start training obviously he needs to start practicing he needs to start running he just needs to start exercising right but i knew that if we just told him because we've done it before it was like oh you should start you know you should go running or something he won't do it he's not going to get up and go do it and um i really want him to have like the cross-country thing like be something i want it to like be a thing for him because I think it'll help him like with self-confidence. I think it'll help him with, 
he'll immediately have a group of friends that he'll be able to like feel comfortable with and hang out with and connect with. And, um, I mean, there's just a whole list of things on top of the fact that it's wonderful exercise and it'll be healthy for him and all that kind of stuff. And like, obviously he's got energy that he needs to burn. Obviously he's got, you know, fucking hormones going through his body that need to be stifled in some way, shape or form or let out in some way, shape or form. Anyways, I decided I came up with a brilliant plan where I was going to ask him in like this really, really fucking beautiful way that parents can manipulate their children way. (laughs) Like I did a wonderful job of outsmarting him in this moment. And I asked him if he would help me with running. If he would get up each day, not each day, but if he would get up in the morning and come with me because I really wanted to start running again. And I knew that he was really good at it. And I knew that he could help me. And basically I presented it in such a way that he was helping me by coming and running with me. And then that way it wasn't something that he had to do. It wasn't a fight about you have to get out and run. You have to practice. You have to, none of that took place. It was come help me, please. And it's working amazing. He gets up without any complaints or issues or arguments. It's summertime right now, even though it's been fucking summer since March, since we haven't had school technically, even though we've had homeschooling. But that's all done and over with. And he sleeps in until like noon or 11 o'clock. Yeah, God forbid. (laughs) Sorry. Keep going. Jar Jar Binks. (laughs) Anyways. This has worked amazing. He gets up without argument, comes upstairs. Him and I go out and run. Right now we just do one mile because I'm incredibly out of shape and it's really hard on my body. But I'm getting better and it's going better. And we go running. He loves it. He chats the entire time. Sits there and does like that open, free-flowing conversation where he just sits there and like thoughts pour out of his mind. He doesn't filter anything and he doesn't, you know... Because it's not that, hey, how's your day or what's going on? Fine. Nothing. I'm whatever. Right. And then he moves on. It's just like this blah, 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 nonstop, free-flowing conversation. Luckily, I can't talk because I'm running. (laughs) So I just get to listen. But uh, it's working really, really well. It makes me really, really happy. And on top of it, I'm exercising, which is needed. That's going to help me in the long run. I, I can feel the shifts subtly and slowly changing in my body and in my brain and my mental health and all sorts of different stuff. And so uh, basically the moral of the story is lie to your kids about stuff, trick them into doing things that they don't mm-hmm. want to do, but present it in such a way that they will do it. Problem solved. Problem solved. No more bros. <laughs> There's plenty of bros Gosh. left. So yeah, that's my advice. All if right. you listen to last week's episode. That's uh, that's that's what I came up with from it, last week's it's episode. It's great. It's great. It is a good thing. I'm sorry. Are you tired again? You were talking about how you were falling asleep last time. I don't know what happened. This is bad. <laughs> it's happening again. I put you to sleep. That's not it. With my stories. I think it's just because I've been stressed, so stressed, and then I slow down when we do this, and I'm in the moment, and so once I've been like going, 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 and we slow down, my body is just like. Yeah. I'm a little tired. (laughs) 
Do you have anything else? I have a whole list of things, but it doesn't like... Um, here, I guess I can check off that one now. Yeah, I don't even know how to like... You don't know how to segue into any of them? No. Because I feel like they're each their own conversation. Hey, sweetheart. I'm sorry. We I have, wasn't prepared. I'm we, sorry. Baby, we have conversations on the podcast. So I know. <laughs> I just don't feel... Um, I'm having a really hard time feeling connected. Yeah. I'm having a hard time, um, like I have slowed down with this, but I'm having a really hard time with all the things that are my my mind. So I'm just having a hard time being, like, and you keep, I feel like you're putting me on the spot, which is fine, but I don't handle that well. So I'm looking at my list, and the things that are on my list are things of value and I want to talk about, but none of it's what I really want to talk about right now. So I don't want to keep looking at my list, and I, I don't, like, why do you keep telling me to look at my list? What are you trying to segue to yourself? That you're like, look at your list, look at your list. So I can say, oh, Craig, what's on your list? Do I do that? No. What's on your list, Craig? I do do that, don't I? I'm... Just tell me what's on your list. <laughs> Just... <laughs> <laughs> I, um, what have I been doing lately? Tricking your son. Tricking my son. Mm-hmm. I did get up yesterday morning and designed you a new logo. For your massage business. You didn't design me a new logo. You designed me the best logo ever to be designed ever It turned in out the world. really well. It turned it out really well. It is fantastic. You can go to Facebook and see it. Yeah. If we tell you what the name of her massage business is. But we're not going to. It's top secret. <laughs> no. Um, no, I'm having a really interesting day. And I've told you this. We've been talking about this all day long. And it's the kind of stuff <gasps> that we've been talking about in the, over the last few days. So it is June 3rd or something. It's the beginning of June. And here in America, it's even though it's your brother's birthday, it is my brother's birthday. Happy birthday, Brian. Um, <laughs> I said that with a lot of like venom, huh? Well, no, you're just, you're very distracted. I am very So distracted. it kind of sounds like that, but happy it's birthday, Brian. No, try, try and say it to him. Happy birthday, Brian. Happy birthday, Brian. We love you and we miss you. Brian was the original sponsor for the podcast. If you go back and listen to like really early episodes of the podcast, the Brian man, you will hear. Uh, shout outs and whatnot. Did you to... say the Bryman or the Bryman? I don't remember. Probably both. I'm sure both? both. Yeah, but Brian funded the podcast from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had to have, um, <laughs> he donated, he didn't donate, he gave us, I don't remember how much it was. I think it was like 500 bucks or something. Yeah. To, a big uh, chunk of change. Get all the cat, not get all the cash, but get all the gear and all the equipment and everything like that for the podcast in the beginning. And um, yeah, little did he know that four years later. It's been four years? Yeah, 2016, wow. four years later, we'd still be going at it. So it was a good investment. We can't, well, I think we did pay back. <laughs> I think we did. Well, I don't know. Anyways, happy birthday, Brian. Happy birthday. Um, right now in America, they are having riots and uh, all sorts of stuff are taking place because of the gentleman that was murdered by police officers in Minneapolis. This isn't news to anybody unless you like literally just woke up from a three-month nap and we happen to be the very first thing that you're listening to and or watching. 
So George Floyd was murdered back at, it was in May, it was towards the end of May. It's only been a little bit of time. And you and I have been talking about this all day long, and it's something that we've been talking about for several days. Mm -hmm. We had riots here in Utah over the Mm -hmm. weekend. Um, There's just been a lot of stuff that's been going on surrounding this case. And when this very first happened, you and I started talking about it, and we immediately were like, we're not going to talk about this on the podcast for a bunch of different reasons. And now we're talking about it on the podcast because over the course of the past few days, things have started to change inside of me. Us. Us. I don't want to speak for you. Oh. I speak for you too often and too much. Um, but things have started to shift and change. And now I, I feel like, I don't feel like it's a disservice by any means. Meaning like, you know, the world, the world does not need to hear what Craig Salazar thinks about this situation. But Craig Salazar needs... Craig Salazar. I need to do something to help in any way, shape, or form that I can with what, what we have at our disposal. Right? Yeah. We have well, a platform for we, a voice. We do. We have a platform. We have a voice. We have a podcast. We have the ability to reach people... Um, all over the place who listen and tune in. And so we're going to start talking about this probably. (laughs) I'm scared too. I'm nervous too, but we're probably going to talk about it um, today on this show in the last little bit of this episode. Um, But we're also going to make an effort to talk about it on future episodes. And we're also going to make an effort to bring people on to talk about it. We're going to bring people on that have different life experiences and different things um, we're going to reach out to some of the people that we do know, as well as I'm sure hopefully people that we don't know, mm-hmm. and have them come on and share their life experience and their stories. We're going to reach out specifically to people of color only because I think it's I think it's important to do so. I think it's important to hear their perspectives, their stories, their experiences, their life, their ideas, their thoughts, because for all the reasons, right? For all the reasons. And so originally I would have thought that we weren't even going to bother talking about this. And the real reason is because I'm afraid of how my thoughts and my feelings and my, I I don't dare say beliefs, but really my thoughts and my opinions on this topic and on the bigger topic at large, I'm I'm fearful of how those are perceived and how those are viewed and all of that kind of stuff, right? But you and I, Stephanie, talk about shit on this podcast all the time that is difficult and hard and scary. And we constantly struggle, both of us, with worrying about what people think and how they view us and what our words are doing and how they're reaching people. And I'm always a proponent of you being like, go talk, express, say all these things, right? So it's silly for me to not do the same. And it's also like over the past few days we have had, I have had a handful of experiences that have started the process of shifting my, not just my opinions, but my uh, viewpoints, my perspectives on 
race, on culture, on uh, police brutality, on the state of what it is to be black in this country, what it is to be black and deal with the police in this country, um, all these different things that are coming up because of these. It's not just George Floyd. It's Obviously, there's a slew, a, an endless list of people that have been persecuted and murdered and killed and harmed by the hands of not just police officers, but white people. And not ever in my life do I ever remember thinking that I was racist or feeling that I was racist. Like I never had a moment in my life where I thought that I was or questioned it or I don't feel like I grew up in a racist home. Um, all these kind of different things, right? But I'm going to get really sidetracked. That's another like caveat is we're probably going to go down some weird random rabbit holes that don't make a lot of sense. And I think at the end of the day, especially the people that listen to this podcast regularly who tune in, know who you and I are, right? To some extent, obviously, but I think they know our hearts. I think they know that we're good people. I think they know that, I mean, it's the energy is love podcast for fuck's sakes, right? We're coming at things the majority of the time with love and we're trying to do the best that we can. And neither you nor I are perfect in any way, shape or form. And we make plenty of mistakes. And so not just in this episode, but in future episodes, when we discuss race and we discuss these topics, we're going to make mistakes and we're going to mess <clears throat> up and we're going to say things that are offensive and or paint us in a very negative light. And that's okay. I think, I think mm -hmm. that's okay. And I think that the conversation is still important to have, even though, even though I, I don't, it's not to say I don't think my voice matters right now. I think my voice does matter. I think what I have to say matters just as it does for everybody else out there. But I think that there are some more important voices that should probably be heard far more <laughs> regularly than, than mine right now. So that's what we're going to try to do. We're going to try to reach out to people and have them come and be guests on this podcast. Um, we've got a couple set up for next week, hopefully, if everything go, works out. So in future episodes, we're going, to, we're going to be having some of these conversations. And really, it's only... What it stems from is a bunch of different things. Here I go. I'm going to keep rambling. But what it stems from is... Uh, fuck, I guess I'll just start from the beginning for the sake of making it easy, right? Um, this whole thing with George Floyd went down and all the information starts coming out and being available. And by and large, I don't consume... I consume a lot of media in the sense that I'm, I watch a lot of stuff and I'm on social media and things like that, but I tend to avoid the news. I don't like watching anything about the news. I don't like watching anything, especially during this time period with Corona and everything like that, right? Yeah. I haven't been consuming a lot of news and I've actually been making a concerted effort to avoid it because it's just all fucking nonsense and garbage and it's driving me nuts with Corona and everything else. When this happened in Minnesota... Um, the other aspect of it for me personally and for me specifically is because I used to be a police officer, I tend to, I tend to not want to watch any of that stuff anymore. So anytime any of this type of footage comes out, whether it's a, you know, cell phone footage of police interaction or 
dash cam footage or something like that, I don't like to watch it um, for a bunch of different reasons. I used to, when I was a police officer, I used to watch it a lot. And then even afterwards, I would still watch it a lot and seek it out. And over the last few years, um, I've avoided it. I haven't watched it. I don't like watching it because it, like, it doesn't do me any good. It doesn't make me feel good. It doesn't bring up any good feelings. It always, you know, makes me feel shitty. And so this initially was no different. And as it started to play out and as it started to roll out, I didn't want to watch any of it. And I had a very jaded, um, not take on the actual incident and what took place, but just for me in the beginning, it was like, fuck, I don't want to watch another cell phone footage of anything because I'm just jaded, right, from being a police officer. But then I start watching it, and then I start consuming it. And initially, I I don't view things through the eyes of a police officer anymore because I'm not a police officer. And those eyes that I had as a police officer are no longer my eyes. So I don't view things through those lenses anymore. I really don't. You know that. It's taken a while. It has taken a but while. yeah, it's um, been a shift. But it's also... It's also really easy for me to like put on my cop glasses Mm -hmm. and then just to look through the glasses of a police officer at the scene Mm -hmm. and what's taking place. And so I tend to try to, not try to, but I tend to do that when things like this do actually come out and I do actually watch them. I initially watch them through those cop lenses. All night. That dog, all night. All night. Um, So that's what I did with this situation, with this case. And it's not that I'm looking for the, I'm not looking for cops to be admonished or for them to be in the right. I'm not looking for, look here, this is what the officer did right, or this is what the officer did wrong. I'm not looking at these situations or this specific situation. I didn't look at it through those lenses of trying to see what the police officers did right, because undoubtedly they're going to be right. That's not the lens that I was looking at it through. I was just trying to look at it from a perspective of um, kind of seeing the entire picture. And right off the bat, there were things that jumped out that I didn't like. There were things that jumped out that upset me and that frustrated me on both sides. Like when I watched the interaction... um, there's things that the police officers are doing that are upsetting to me, and there's also things that um, he was doing, that George was doing. That's, it wasn't upsetting to me, but it was also because I've had literal firsthand experience of arresting people and dealing with people when you arrest them. There's things that people do when you're arresting them that is frustrating. That's just the reality of it, right? And that's okay. I would be, I would probably be frustrating to the police officer as well if somebody was trying to arrest me. You? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, none of what I'm saying is in any way, shape, or form negating the fact that he was killed by these officers. And I'm not trying to justify those actions because I don't think what they did was right. I don't think the situation was handled in any way, shape, or form appropriate. And... I'm very 
saddened by all of it. I'm frustrated that we still have to, when I say deal with this, I'm not saying in the sense of like, God, this is such a pain in the ass for me. I'm like, I'm fucking frustrated and upset and angry that like literally still in the year 2020, race is still an issue. It does not make sense to me. I get it. I mean, I understand that it's a thing. I understand that it's an issue. That 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 makes sense to me. I, like, I understand. I just don't understand why. I, it's like, are we seriously still in the year 2020? I mean, it's the same thing with, like, when was gay marriage legalized, right? What was that ever, like, 10 years ago or 5 years ago or 8 years ago? I don't know exactly, and I apologize. I don't know that. But that was a same thing State, where it's like, thing. what's that? Different states, different... Isn't it? I think it's legal. No, there was across like you would now. now. I believe it is now, but for a while it was. Yeah, it you was would have to like cross state, state lines yeah, in yeah. order to. So it was like state by state. I mean, it's completely different in some degree, right? But it's still yeah. a form of. Anyways, the whole what I'm trying to say is. But you could hide that. No, no, what it's I'm not okay. But you could. Sorry, <laughs> you're anyways, okay. Go ahead. The what I was trying to the point I was trying to make was, it that is an example of something that I'm like, why is this a thing? Yeah. Why is this still a thing? How can there like we live in such a civilized world in such a how is that hate still? Yeah, there? why is that why is that still a thing? I don't get it. I don't understand it. I'm not perfect. And there's people that I have been mean to. There's people that I have been, you know, I mean, we're none of us are perfect. <clears throat> I'm getting sidetracked. This conversation surrounding this specific incident and what is now currently taking place in this country and what is going to continue to take place in this country, undoubtedly is really difficult to talk about. But it's silly for me to sit there and not talk about it because it's difficult. Because, hello, right? I'm a white guy that lives in a small town in the middle of Utah. And I haven't ever experienced what I would say all black people have experienced, right? I've never experienced that. So I don't know what that's like. I don't know what that's like. And... I'm getting so fucking off chart and all over the place. One of the things that Steph and I talked about a few days ago, because we don't know what the answers are to fixing any of this, right? And nobody's calling us, obviously. (laughs) Nobody's tasked us with fixing this problem, but obviously we're conversing about this. And one of the things that I think would help immensely is if we bring people together, obviously, right? That's the, I mean, it's... It's what people have been trying to do in regards to race and in regards to black and white and all different races and cultures and everything like that. When you get together with people and when you interact with people, you realize immediately that we're all the fucking same. You just do. It it happens all the time in every circumstance that I can possibly think of. Anytime there's somebody that I don't know anything about and I might be afraid of them in some way, shape or form or uncomfortable around them. If I get to spend time with them, I realize, oh, we're all the same, right? I experienced it when I was a police officer. I experienced it when I worked in the jail, right? You have prisoners and you have guards. You have, you know, criminals and you have police officers. And turns out we're all the fucking same people, literally all the same. Um, so I think it would be beneficial to get more black and white people together talking about things. We know that's important. That that does happen on a pretty regular basis in some way, shape, or form. 
But what I was talking about specifically was like figuring out a way and we didn't figure anything out. This was us just brainstorming a few days ago and it leads into what I'm talking about now, but figuring out a way where we could not force, but where we could create communities where black people and white people lived together. And so we didn't have predominantly black communities and we didn't have predominantly white communities. We live in Grantsville. It's a very small town and it's a very predominantly white community, right? And I think it would be incredibly important and incredibly beneficial if we could figure out some way to not just have events where we could commingle and talk and, you know, connect with people of other colors and other races, but live with them, live in the same communities so that we see each other going to the grocery store and that we talk to each other across the fence and that all of those things take place on a regular basis so that we humanize one another and that we realize we are the same people. And that's an important thing. So that is part of why I want to bring people on the podcast, people of color, black people, so that we can talk to them. They can talk to us. We are not racist. We accept people for who they are, but we also don't know what they're dealing with. We don't know what their life experience are, right? And I want to know. I want to learn. I want to find out. I want to ask questions. I want to ask hard questions. And I want to do what we can with this little old Energy is Love podcast. And there's a bunch of reasons why that has taken place over the last few weeks and the few days in my head and the shift and change that has taken place inside of me because this was something that I didn't want to talk about on the podcast because I didn't want to come off as a dick and I didn't want to come off as a uncaring and I didn't want to come off as, I just didn't want to come off in negative light at all. So it's just easier not to talk about things, right? Well, I think we need to fucking talk about things. And you and I have this wonderful thing that we do that we can bring people on and talk about hard things. So, I could ramble for some more. I think I believe you. 20 minutes of me just rambling. Keep going. You did a very good job. No, you talk. You talk now. Me talk I don't know now. what else to say, babe. Um, I think, like you said, with points of view changing, We haven't been, um, we're not a part of the problem, but we are most definitely, or we have most definitely not been a part of the solution. And I think by not being a part of the solution, even though your intention isn't there, you are therefore a part of the problem. So I guess we have been a part of the problem because we haven't done anything to change it. And a lot of it is... um, ignorance it's just it's just ignorance it's just not having that information and not having like I want to say the ability to hear that but I feel like that's false I feel like it's out there and people of color have a voice and they've been using it but we haven't taken the steps to actively search it out And so now, like, I had a hard time with the riots. I remember watching the video and, like, the difference 
on how like you didn't wash hear the sound for a while. And I did. And I got messed up by it. Of not of the riots, but of the actual oh, sorry, incident of with George Floyd, when right? George Floyd was murdered. Yeah. His hearing him like hit something in my brain that was I very much, um, it just broke me in so many different ways and it was sad and I want to, I'm getting off track here. I'll, I'll hit this tangent and then I'll go back to where I was. Like, I want to believe, like we have, obviously you were an officer. I was in dispatch. We have family that was law enforcement, that is law enforcement. Like that is, and I know so many good people and so do you. That that's so hard to see um, the type of people that are in law enforcement, that are the kind, compassionate, that are doing, that are, that are stopping these things. And then see, like, honestly, we know a small amount of law enforcement. And we're just as guilty of thinking that that's the vast majority because we don't know. We don't know. We can talk about where we see here. But I wanted, like you said, with the cell phone footage, you know, I didn't want it to be that. I think that was the biggest thing is I did not want it to be a murder. I did not want to see an officer, somebody that is serving and protecting and that we're supposed to run to for help. I did not want to see that that's what was happening. I didn't want to believe it. I didn't want it to be real. Like that had to be wrong. It had to be wrong. That can't happen. That can't be what's happening. That cannot be what's happening. And then it was like, oh my God, that's what's happening. That's what's happening. No. Yeah. So we're done. Like this has got to stop. And I was sad. Like, why are you writing? And this is causing more pain. And this is, and this is hiding like this is, he's going to get lost. What happened to Mr. Floyd? It's going to get lost in the mix. And I'm like, no, it's not, you know, starting to hear things, starting to hear when I can stop and just listen and I'm hearing the stories and I'm hearing the expression and the pain and what the life of when people of color are talking and what's happening. I'm like, you're right. You're right. I'm scared of the riots because our children are in the mix of that. They're in the cities where it's happening. We have a daughter that works in a place where they're barricading the building and trying to keep her safe. And that scares me. And I'm like, this situation is scary. But I also see how, because of the color of her skin, that every day isn't scary. And I know because she's a woman, she is, you know, we have to look at that. But it's not what this is right now. It's not what this is right now. And so I went from being against the riots to, I don't want to see people get hurt. I don't want to see people get killed. But I'm now in a state of, go make some noise. Go make as much noise. I don't want anybody hurt, but go make some fucking noise because obviously the way we're doing it, it hasn't worked. Yeah. So go make some noise because this can't be. This can't be. And you're seeing across the board officers that are, and National Guard, that are laying down their shields and that are walking with the protesters and are sitting with the protest. And there is so much peaceful going on, but like everybody just needs to join together and privileged white people. When we have an opportunity to use our voice, we need to use it and speak for 
the people of color and we need to open that conversation and stop being a part of the problem by simply not being a part of the solution. And then when we have the opportunity to hear a person of color, we just need to shut the fuck up for a minute. We just need to shut up because we do not have a clue. And I didn't know how much we didn't have a clue till I started really listening and was hearing these stories and hearing like, oh my God, like that didn't occur to me. Like I, I have not, like the conversations that have been had and the lessons that they give on how to protect themselves and what happens is not a conversation that I've had to give with my kids. And it's not a conversation that has ever given to me. Now we, we talk to our son about what to do when he's out running around with his airsofts and what happens if he's approached by an officer and how to handle it. But I'm realizing if our son wasn't white, I don't think we'd allow him to go running around because yeah, he they're not going to listen. They're not going to see that. Exactly. <clears throat> playing with his airsoft guns. Out so the just the fact that we have the conversation, this is how you talk to the police when you're running around with your airsoft gun means that we are so out of the loop. We are so far above the game just because of the color of his skin. Like this has got to stop. <clears throat> so There's I'm lots ready to of, listen. Yeah. There's so much that has to stop. So much that has to change. And it feels like now is... Like, I mean, fuck, 2020, like now is definitely the time, right? Yeah. It was the time quite a long time ago. And now is like, are you serious? We're still doing this? Okay, let's fucking really stop. And I don't, I don't like, like, I feel stupid right now that you and I are sitting here in our backyard talking about what this. What do we know? We don't know shit. Right? I feel dumb. I feel like nobody wants to listen to this. Uh, why are these two rich white people sitting there talking about this problem when they don't have a fucking clue, right? It's because we need to start being a voice. Well. We're not saying we know. We're not saying we have the answer. We're just saying we see that we are now a part of the problem by not being a part of the solution. Yeah, I think for me, the idea of sitting back and not saying anything, because that was my standpoint, right? Mm -hmm. Not talking about this on the podcast, but even in the bigger sense of like, Sitting back and not saying anything and not talking about this and not trying to do anything was easier for me than yeah. than trying to say something. And there's also an aspect of it where what the fuck are we going to do? Because we live in white bread Utah, right? It's not like there's some ghetto here in Utah. I mean, there are some places that are but where we live in this small little tiny town, there's no black people, you know? Yes, there are, obviously, but not a lot. There's very, very few people of color in this community that we live in. So what a beautiful place to start making some noise. Well, I'm not. what I'm saying is it was easy. It's easy for me to sit back and do nothing. It's easy for me to sit back and say nothing. Um, and that's easy for me to do. And that's what I was planning on doing. And then it was like, yeah, I, we can't do that anymore. We can't just simply sit back and not say anything about this. And for whatever, re for, you know, for whatever good it does for you and I to sit here and have this conversation right now on this episode. And I think it'll be beneficial when we have other people come on, right? Especially people of color that I we think can... So listen to and talk to and ask questions and ask dumb questions and sound like a, you know, a, a naive, ignorant white kid from Grantsville, Utah. Yeah. Um, 
But those things need to be said. Those things need to, all of this stuff just needs to be talked about and shared and experienced and felt. And we might as well do our part. It's no different than like last year when we went to the Vagina Monologues and listened to Gwen and heard, like it's no different for me than that, right? Where I may have been oblivious to the plight of what women were experiencing. And it was easier to not do anything or say anything about it, but felt like we needed to in some, I felt like I needed to in some way, shape or form because it was like, yeah, I don't want anybody, man or woman, growing up in a world where women have to live like that. I don't want anybody growing up in a world where black people have to live like that. And I'm, I feel ashamed that I haven't done anything up until this point. I'm damn near 40 years old and I haven't done anything about it. I feel like, right? Yeah. Because I thought that it wasn't as big of a deal because I didn't see it because I've lived in Utah my whole life. So I wasn't directly affected by it. Yeah. I also thought that, um, what could I do? Even though, you know, I know racism, I, racism is obviously a big deal. I'm not saying that's not a big deal, but like, what can I do about it? Right. And I feel ashamed that I haven't done anything, but fuck, we might as well all start trying to do something, right? All of us should start trying to do something, even if it's wrong, even if we mess up, even if it looks sloppy, even if it looks messy, even if you stumble, even if you sound stupid, even if you don't do it right. There's not a right way to do any of this stuff. I loved what Trevor Noah said about rioting. Yeah. He's like, there's no fucking right way to do it. You know, because that's one of the things where people It was all like, protest, not just rioting. He's like... Yeah. All of it. Yeah. Protest. Like, there's no right way to do it. That's the whole point. Shit's not fucking right. And so, <laughs> so we're going to mess up and we're going to make mistakes. But I feel like we should join the, I don't want to say fight, because I don't like the idea that, yes, there's a fight aspect to the sense of like, this shit needs to fucking stop. But we're going to join in with our voices in what way, shape, and form we have the capacity to do so, which at this point in time is the podcast. And it reaches people all over the world that can listen and hear. And so, yeah, that's what we're going to (laughs) do. I'm going to fucking throw cards some more. I don't know what else, babe. This is a good introductory episode to what's coming in the future. We're going to have lots of uncomfortable, weird conversations, both with you and me and other people. I'm willing to be as wrong as I am and learn. Yeah. I'm willing to look like a... I'm willing to find all the areas where I'm wrong. I'm I'm willing to see all the things. I'm willing to see differently. I'm willing to take the the blinders off. And I'm willing to see now. I'm willing to see. I thought I was seeing before, but nope. I'm willing to see. Yeah, me too. So thank you for, I don't know what the fuck I'm thanking people for. I don't know. It's a fun episode. We'll see what comes up next week. With any luck, we're going to have some interviews next week with some people. And um, yeah, we'll see where this goes and see what happens. And uh, I don't know what to do. Everybody knows the places that you can donate and support. Um they're easy to find. All you have to do is look at your fucking Facebook feed and or social media. There's plenty of places to donate. 
And I don't have advice for people. This isn't he. This is what you should do. I gave you advice for your fucking raising your fourteen-year-old son earlier in the episode. That's a good idea. Try that. That worked for me. This idea or this topic, this conversation. I don't have any fucking advice. I don't know what to do. But I guess talk to people. <laughs> Start talking about stuff that's uncomfortable and hard. That I know is worth it. Every time you and I talk about uncomfortable, difficult, uncomfortable, difficult things on this podcast. It's always beneficial, so we might as well continue into this space of what's currently taking place in the world, because I, 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 I don't like the idea that I live in a world where shit like that still fucking happens. And I was turning a blind eye and not looking at it and not doing anything to stop it because it wasn't right in front of me. You know, I never experienced anything like that as a police officer. I never had to deal with anything like that as a police officer where I could have stopped something that was in, you know, obviously if I was a police officer and I was on scene when that shit happened, I'd like to think that things didn't, wouldn't have turned out the way that they turned out because that's not the type of police officer I was. Yeah. So. I don't like, I guess it's fair to say I like to think there's part of me that I don't like to think that you would have stopped a situation like that. There's part of me that knows you would have stopped a situation like that. But I guess, I guess you really don't because you don't, you can guess what you would do in a situation, but you know, I know that just feels like, no, you would have stopped it. I think, I don't know. Yeah, I would have stopped it. I just can't believe all those, like nobody stopped it. I would not have stopped it. There's four of them and nobody stopped it. That's the thing that really pissed me off when I watched that footage. I, like you said, I didn't want to, I didn't want (sighs) to believe that that's what was happening. And then I watched some more footage and saw some different angles and some different cameras and some different shots. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Because I have been on top of people that have been handcuffed. I have been restraining people that are handcuffed. I have been fighting people that are handcuffed. And when people are handcuffed, they're so incredibly easy to control. Mm-hmm. So incredibly easy to control. And once somebody's in handcuffs, the fight is over. There is no more fight. You won. You got somebody in handcuffs. We're done. They might fight some more. They might kick. They might scream. They might bite and spit and do all sorts of different stuff. All of that stuff is incredibly easy to deal with. But to have four fucking officers pinning some guy to the fucking ground, it's just not needed. You know? It's uncalled. It's it's a fucking travesty. So... Uh, we're going to keep having these episodes and these conversations for the next little while. And uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts, whatever they might be. Everybody's got an opinion. Everybody's got words. Everybody's got stuff. Um, We honestly, truthfully would like to hear your thoughts about any episode that we have on this podcast. So there's plenty of ways to give that information to us. You can sit and think about it a lot. And Stephanie and I will meditate tonight and maybe we'll tap into your brain and fucking get it. Or you could send us an email, which would be way easier. So (laughs) send us your thoughts. I love you, Steph. I love you, Kirk. Here we go. We'll see what the future brings, huh? It's a mystery. (laughs) Oh, there's Ladybug. (laughs) That's so cute. That's a good song. Hello, Mr. Ladybug. Did it go? Yep. Make a wish. What's your wish? There you go. Say it, you just wish it. Okay. Goodbye, everybody.